0: Hi, my name is Elise, and you're listening to Chatterbox Island English Podcast. Welcome back to Chatterbox Island English Podcast. I'm your host Elise. If you're new to this podcast, hello and welcome. This is an all-English podcast, but we don't talk about grammar rules or a vocabulary like other English learning podcasts. Instead, we just talk about some easy and everyday topics. And I usually put all the keywords of each episode down in the description, so feel free to check them out if you want to. I hope you find this show interesting, and be sure to subscribe if you enjoy the content. So in the last episode, we talked about online privacy and why it matters more than most of us think it does. If you haven't listened to that episode, you can go check it out after this one. And if you want to listen to any previous episodes of this podcast, you can click on any platform that you're listening to right now. For today's episode, we're gonna talk about bullet journaling and why it's so popular. I'm sure some of you guys might have already heard about bullet journal, or maybe you are using one right now. So bullet journal is basically a method of personal organization that is first developed by a designer named Ryder Carroll in 2013. It's a journaling system that includes to-do lists, upcoming tasks, habit trackers, yearly, monthly, and daily logs, and just other things you want to put down in a journal to better organize them. It started getting popular on the internet around 2015 to 2016. And because it's a personalized system and you can customize however you want it to be, many people start sharing how they do bullet journals online. So if you google bullet journal, you'll see tons of different formats and styles. But there are still some basic tools or the core concept in almost every bullet journal. The first thing is an index, which is a list showing which page a subject or a topic is on. The second one is rapid logging, which uses a system of symbols to organize information. So first, you will use a page to write down what symbols indicate what. For example, a dot or a bullet point means a task that is not done yet. A cross means the task is complete. An arrow to the right means the task has been rescheduled to the future. A star means it's something urgent or important. And if you cross something out, it means it's cancelled or no longer relevant you use different symbols to indicate the status of each task or meeting more efficiently so you don't have to write down the status of each task individually and this is why it's called rapid logging other basic tools are yearly, monthly, or daily logs where you can organize your yearly monthly or daily goals and tasks and sometimes you can even journal in your daily logs these are just the basic tools in a bullet journal as it gets more and more popular people start to invent their own templates or spreads such as habit trackers spending trackers mood trackers or just other journaling spreads basically bullet journaling becomes an open-source system for productivity and journaling. But bullet journaling is not for everyone. There are pros and cons depending on what your preferences are. But here are some tips if you have never done bullet journaling before and you want to give it a try. The first one is start simple. If you are trying to start bullet journaling, you might Google it and see how other people do it. But perhaps you'll get overwhelmed by all the different styles, spreads, or even aesthetics from people who share their bullet journals online. Just remember to start simple. Do the minimum and gradually add your own style to it. When you see all the beautiful pages and examples that others are sharing on Instagram or Pinterest, you might feel pressured to do the same. But in the end, bullet journaling is just a way to be more productive and organized. So focus on the practicality of your bullet journal and getting familiar with the system first. The second one is decide the purpose of your bullet journal. Once you are familiar with the concept of bullet journaling, you can start deciding the purpose of your bullet journal. Some people stick to the productivity of bullet journaling and only use it as an organizing tool but there are also many other people who use it as an artistic outlet That's why you'll see many people doodling or drawing on their bullet journals. It's a way for some people to depressure and just be creative. You can decide how you want your bullet journal to be. There's no right or wrong to bullet journaling. You just need to be sure of the purpose of why you are bullet journaling and find a way that suits you the best. The third one is don't plan too far ahead in events so even though there are yearly and monthly logs in bullet journaling you don't have to write down every task or detail of each project in your bullet journal because you might feel pressured and overwhelmed by all the things that you need to do you can write down the outline of your major projects or goals in the yearly log break them down into small sections in the monthly logs. In your daily logs, you can be more flexible and casual so you won't feel like everything is just about work in your bullet journal. And remember to leave some space for each log so it doesn't look too packed or overwhelming. I would suggest using rolling logs. So basically it means you don't put down all the layouts of each daily log. You just check in every day and write down your daily log for that day. And then the next day you start an other daily log. So that way you won't be limited by the space or the layout that you put down in advance. The fourth one is you don't need all the cool stationery. So some people use brush pens, expensive notebooks, washi tapes, or even watercolor for their bullet journals. But always remember, all you need is a simple notebook and a pen. You can add different tools and materials once you get the hang of bullet journaling and want to try something different, but they are not the necessities in bullet journaling. So these are the four basic tips if you want to start bullet journaling. As I mentioned before, bullet journaling is not for everyone. It's just one of the methods of organization and not the only one. So I've personally tried bullet journaling before when I saw a bunch of YouTube videos about bullet journaling back in I would say around 2017, and I was very intrigued by the idea. So I bought a blank notebook, a couple of brush pens and markers, and just started bullet journaling. But I was very disappointed when I found out that I couldn't make my bullet journal as beautiful and artsy as the ones that I saw on YouTube. So I started slacking off. I found myself skipping a couple days or even weeks of bullet journaling because I just didn't feel like I have the time to make it look presentable. Eventually I just gave up because I realized it's just not for me in terms of productivity and organizing. On top of that, I wasn't enjoying it at all. I prefer using monthly planners where the layouts are already printed on the pages so I can just fill in the blanks and have my own to-do lists on the side. it's more efficient for me. I just don't feel like I have the time to set up all the layouts by myself, especially when it's not as therapeutic as I thought it would be for me which is totally fine as well, there are many people who just use monthly or daily planners, and if I really want to journal or write something down to clear my mind, I have a dedicated notebook for it, I don't need a bullet journal to do that. I still enjoy those bullet journaling videos on YouTube though. I find it pretty satisfying to see people setting up their journals and doing all the doodlings and drawings by themselves. But keeping things separately instead of combining them in one journal is just what works for me. I have a planner for work or productivity related things and a casual journal to write things down and just maybe brain dump a little bit so what about you? Have you ever tried bullet journaling? Or if you do keep a bullet journal, what's your experience and how do you do it? Because I know everyone does it differently. So I would love to hear your thoughts down in the YouTube comment section or Apple Podcasts review section. And that's all for today's Chatterbox Island English Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to our show on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, KKBox, and SoundOn. You can also find our shows on YouTube and go on our website, that's www.eisland.com.tw for more information. I'm your host, Elise, and I will talk to you soon in the next episode. Bye!